This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome everybody to another episode of Genius Brain Podcast. How is everybody doing? How was your weekend? How was your weekday? Uh, yeah, man. It's been cold as fuck in LA. It's raining. The yeah. water's coming down. Feels great. We need it though. We need it. That's about, that's basically the conversation that everybody has in LA. <laughs> hey man, it's raining a lot. Oh, we need it. And oh, then, we need it. <laughs> and we're like, okay, we get it. Dude. We fucking get yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Heard it right. doesn't uh, rain a lot in LA. Yeah, it's like yeah, man. Like okay, uh, we're, we were in a drought. All right, I gotta go. <laughs> cool. Yeah, man. And um, yeah, sometimes when it rains, like um, I feel like nobody knows how to drive here. Yeah, yeah. People don't know how to drive. Yep. And in then, general. Um, yeah, man. So um, I well, gotta go, dude. I can't. Well, do hold this. on, hold on, hold on. What kind of Asian are you, man? <sighs> the bad guys. <laughs> oh, the bad kind. Yeah, Chinese. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I, I expected that much out of you. Yeah. Do so whatever. today's guest is the uh, the the caramel skinned, flappy eared, big lipped, uh, <laughs> tiny eyed, spiky haired. When I smile, my eyes disappear. Questionable sweater, dude. I, this is one of my favorite sweaters. Oh, it's great. I love it. Tiffany got this for me for Christmas. Tiff, and she was gonna return it, but I loved it a lot. Can I say this, Tiff? You have great taste. You have a terrible boyfriend. <laughs> she has oh, ter- not, she, not boyfriend. She has, she has really good taste in clothes and anything vintage. And she has an eye for, for, for that kind of stuff. But she, has, she does have terrible taste in men. Yes, 100%. So, I agree with that 1,000%. Yeah, like I'm sure – I don't know if you think this, but for all the, all the homies out there that have a significant other, do you ever wonder – what your significant other sees in you. It's fucking this guy right here. I'm that guy. I think about that a lot. And I just can't put my finger on it. Wop, wop, yeah. wop. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, no, but it's not, it's not like, I know exactly what Meryl sees in me. I'm a fantastic fucking guy. Yeah. Whatever, dude, dude, I'm great. I'm a fucking catch, dude. You're just, you're just rich and you have a huge dick, dude. Yeah. That's all that matters. I'll to tell her. you this, the dick is average and I'm absolutely poor, but she, <laughs> but she sticks around. Yeah. So she's, so she's kind of in the shoes that like, you know, that my, my lady is in. I'll tell you this. I'm a fantastic man. And she knows exactly what she got into. And in fact, I actually lost weight. So she upgraded. Yeah. No, you did. You want to talk about how much weight you lost? How, I lost, how, much, how much weight did you lose? I lost 60 pounds, dude, since I first met you. It's fucking a lie. Six, okay. <laughs> Don't like, you drink my fucking water, you like fucking 20. trash bin. Yeah. You know what? This filter is very good. Look at you just drinking that shit nice and quiet. I like that. I'm going to have to pee <laughs> in like 10 minutes. All right. Well, let's get this podcast done, then, but, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, you lost a lot of weight. You lost, lost 60 pounds. I lost 60 solid pounds. It was one of the most difficult things I've done in the first two months. After the first two months, nice and steady. But think about how much better you feel in your day-to-day activities. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I think that uh, the weight loss thing, here's here's the thing too, especially when we talk about this thing, um, the, 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 the big people movement that's been going on right now. Yeah, and crazy. this is coming on from somebody who has been fat his whole life. <coughs> um, there's a substantial difference. And I feel like, I know this is, has, has been like beat over a lot of people's head heads, but there is a difference between loving yourself and then being out of shape. And I, I think that when I, when I, when I see a lot of like the hashtag big people moving and, you know, to their, to their credit, what they're saying is that, um, there's a certain societal standard of what people should look like. And because people look a certain way or they're supposed to quote unquote, look a certain way to be considered attractive. A lot of people, you know, look down on them, which does happen a lot, but the problem that I think that I see a lot, and this, like I said, this comes from somebody who was big his whole life, is that you can't convince me that physically I you you feel better being bigger than you would if you lost some weight. Yeah, and it's not even being about being really big, but it's being unhealthy. Yeah, and having you know the possibility of having a better quality of life. Yeah, that's what it's really about. And then not only are you affecting yourself, but you're affecting the people around you. Yeah. Like, and, you know, I always see this too, especially with um, some of my friends who are on Instagram and they are bigger, right? We, we, we were all big. And consistently, I always see on their posts, they go, I love the way they look. I love the way that I am. You know, if you really did, right? And I know these people too, because they struggle with their weight a lot and they're always constantly trying to lose weight. And they're like, I'm perfectly beautiful. Nobody said that you fucking weren't. Nobody, none of our friends... Like you, you clearly don't have like a public account. So who the fuck is telling you that you're not beautiful? It's not us, <laughs> yeah. right? It's not the people that matter in your life that are telling you that. That's that's something that you're struggling with yourself. Mm-hmm. And the thing about that is, and I always mention it, the hardest part about fitness is people being honest with themselves. It's like if you don't like the way you look, then you have the ability to change it. But if you keep trying to convince yourself that you're happy with the way that you are when you're not, that's where it's going to mentally fuck you up. Yeah. And I keep seeing these posts constantly. And it's just this long diatribe you see on Instagram. And everybody sees that shit, right? And no one's going to read it. Yeah, absolutely not. You read the first three sentences, maybe, and then you get the gist of it. Yeah. But do you feel like anybody kind of looked down on you after you lost a lot of weight? No, I think a lot of people got inspired to yeah. uh, lose weight themselves, which is great. No one's like, I miss the Fat David. Oh, I miss the Fat David too, though, sometimes. Yeah. Fat David was pretty fucking cool, man. It's just Fat David was dying. And, <laughs> you know, Fat David was dying. See, that's a thing that people don't think about as well, is that they don't think about the consequences of their health. Yeah. And it just seems so far away that they're just not worried about it. But it's really sad that it takes a lot of people something like a traumatic event in their lifetime yeah. where they're like, well, got to change now. Yeah. You know, because they don't think, and I'm, I'm guilty of this as well. Like, you don't think that's going to be you until it happens to you. Yeah. And, and sometimes, too, even when something terrible happens to them, I mean, because it's such a mental thing. It can go the opposite way. They yeah. can just be like, well, fuck it. This is, this is, this is my life. You know, yeah. like. That's going to be me forever. Yeah. You know, and they're not trying to better themselves. And it's, 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 it's almost easier for you to say, fuck it. Well, this is that. 
Yeah. And this is who I am. This is what it's going to be. For me, I would almost be okay with somebody understanding the 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 concept of being big is unhealthy and they're just going to be like, this is how I want to live my life. Then cool. That would be easier for me to handle than me having to sit around and have a conversation with somebody and keep telling me, they keep telling me that I'm healthy. I'm healthy. I was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's rough because not only, especially if they have a platform. Yeah. It, it enables other people to kind of feel that yeah, way. Yeah, and and they keep convoluting the concept of being ha- uh, healthy and happy, right? So yeah. they they keep trying to attach this this unhealthy lifestyle as saying, "Oh, I'm fit and I'm also a hundred pounds overweight." Yeah, like that's where it becomes something where I I've never ever said that. You know, even as a big guy, I had I had, and you know my friends know this too. My self esteem was perfectly fine. Like I felt. I, I loved myself consistently throughout being a big guy my whole life. But what did you tell me when you first started training with me? You were telling me that you didn't even know you were a fat guy. Yeah, I you didn't You always thought other people were like, oh, man, that guy's fat. Yeah. And then it took Mariel to say, oh, like. Like, you're a fat person. Yeah. And yeah. and that's the biggest problem with with a lot of this issue is that people don't associate these symptoms that they're going through every day. And they're not associating that with bad health. Yeah. Like we were talking about how people are like, oh, yeah, I have diarrhea every day. Yeah. And when it's diarrhea every day, it's just called poop. (laughs) Straight straight up. (laughs) It's just poop. And your poop starting supposed to be that way. And that is a sign of poor gut health or poor digestive health or the list goes on and on of all these potential symptoms. And these are red flags that people don't think about. Yeah. You know, you falling asleep at like 2 p.m. after you eat lunch. It's is, a bad sign. It's a bad sign. It's not supposed like, and and you don't have to be a big guy to go through that. Yeah, like I was going through that too until I hired my own coaches to keep me accountable for whatever I'm doing. And as soon as they started changing all that for me, and as soon as they kind of showed me that, like, like yeah, you need to be more conscious of what you're eating because to me, when I'm eating, I'm just eating a lot of the times, and this happens to everybody most of the time. Yeah. Is that when you're just eating, just eating, and then you know you distract you're on your phone, you're you're watching TV, you're doing work, whatever, but you're not connecting to the food, and then you're not associating these feelings that you have after you eat, yeah, or during your eating, and then it becomes a bigger issue. Food is highly addictive, and that's the thing I <coughs> I, I couldn't really like wrap my head around. Yeah, you know because I I just thought. You know, everybody has to eat. I can't not eat. Yeah. And the the problem with the way that I was thinking was, number one, I couldn't tell when I was full. Number two, I couldn't tell when I was just completely satiated. Yeah. And I didn't know the difference. Exactly. And people eat, like, because there's this really good podcast I listen to. And um, thanks for shouting out another podcast on my podcast, yeah. you cocksucker. It's called... <laughs> <laughs> it's called Better Than Genius Brain. Yeah, it's called Better Than Genius. It, it's a fitness podcast. And they they put because the reason why I bring this up is because what's, what's the podcast called? Because I want to listen to it. <laughs> it's called Mind Pump. And Mind Pump, one okay. of the guys that um um runs it, I guess, yeah. or one of the guys, there's three guys, and they're all they have beautiful information. One of them is like one of my online coaches. Yeah. Him and his girlfriend. They're great. Um what was I gonna say? Yeah, anyway, so but they talk about this all the time where you actually have to connect to your food. Like you don't they you never 
I totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> See that what you did right there? You, you, That's you, a fuck you, up. You, you wrapped me in. Yeah. And then you lost me. I lost you on that. Yeah. You got me there though. Yeah. You got me there. Now, now reel me back in, you so, son of a bitch. So the thing about most things is, okay. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? You're just going to start saying things. Listen yeah. to me. When life hits you in the face, right? <laughs> you got to ring that bell. And when that bell rings, guess what? Sometimes God's going to come in your ear. Yeah. And when God whispers in your ear, you got to listen. Guess what happens when God whispers in your ear? nothing nothing <laughs> kind of like what i did to you right now exactly yeah so um but you're talking about how um i totally forgot being like connected to your food and what you're eating no we weren't talking about that okay well <laughs> look at this. no that's that's what we were talking about yeah sorry um but they are always talking about that concept and it took me for a while to kind of like they would say try eating a meal without drinking any water yeah and that's mm. really fucking tough because sometimes you have to you have to really chew your food. Yeah. And it takes you a really long time to chew your food sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes you're just eating, 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 and then you're like, oh, man, like you got like hiccups and shit. You're like, oh, I need to drink water now. Yeah. To kind of help you like wash it down. Yeah. But you not properly eating your food will equal poor gut health. Yeah. Poor digestion. I, I literally don't chew. Yeah. Like chewing, why would you? Chewing. You know? I eat like a fucking duck, dude. Yeah. Like I literally <laughs> chomp and then I just throw it right <laughs> down the <laughs> yeah. fucking gullet. Your, your nose goes to the ceiling. My stomach hates me because I make it do too much work. Yeah. Like, why don't you help me out and use your fucking teeth, you fat fuck? And you're like, nope. Nah, man. You duck. got the heavy lifting. Nah, man. Duck style, baby. Out duck, of sight, duck, out duck. of mind. You know? <laughs> That's right. You, you do it. You do it. I'm not going to do it. Why would I do it? Duck style, baby. I got to get this comment out before we even, <laughs> while I'm talking to somebody. And that's it. And, and, and just being conscious, more aware of what you are eating, how you're feeling from a day to day standpoint was a big, was a, was a, was a big, um, you know, eye opening experience for yeah, you. Yeah, it was. Thank you for finishing that for me. Yeah, I got you, dude. He just learned how to speak English yesterday. We've been here for so long. <laughs> it's, it's been fucking 15 minutes, you yeah. piece of shit. But, should I even bring up the, the first the fact, half? Well, that's because the first half you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, blame it on me. Yeah. I didn't you forgot anything. to fucking erase the card, you piece of trash. Yeah, I am I am running David's podcast. That's right. I know what these are. These are You can't you even know. run your own Instagram, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, you be trying to run my own run the podcast, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I installed these lights in here. I you know. Yeah, you did a lot of things. I didn't do anything. I this is the first time you I'm You caused me grief, dude. You are studio. you are a thief of joy. Yeah, That's dude. exactly what Something you want. I got caught in my eyes, so I'm ignoring you right <laughs> now. <laughs> Which is probably what I deserve. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, when I... That, that disconnect to food was really big. I, I watched this docu-series on Netflix. Um, I think the documentary is just called Food. I think that's what it's just called, but... Dumb name. Yeah, it's a really stupid name. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Shout food. out to Food, you guys. The yeah. documentary, not not what you eat. But they, they kind of go through the different ways that food is... I guess you could say is I mean <coughs> cooking is basically a form of alchemy, right? Like yeah. like baking is. You take something and you turn it into something else. Mm -hmm. And um but they kind of go through the different processes of how to cook food, whether it's with fire, whether it's like baking yeah. or uh like stewing something in a liquid. Mm -hmm. But one of the biggest takeaways that I took from that documentary was how people expect to eat food when they consume it. Meaning that a lot of the foods that we have uh, that people consume on a daily basis, it's very high in calories, very low in nutrition. Yeah, it's hyper palatable. Yeah. And and there are literal food scientists creating the most addictive kind of food 
where your body can't register it and you're just eating it, you're eating it, you're eating it. And a lot of like fitness professionals will say like, try getting, try overeating on potatoes, try yeah. overeating rice. Yeah. You won't. And steak and vegetables. You won't. Because as soon as you're done eating that, you're like, well, I'm done. I don't, I don't want to eat anymore. Like, there's but these, then yeah. you eat fucking a potato chip. How easy is it? Oh, I can go through a bag of potato chips like nothing. Yeah, and and then at the end of it, it's like, how, give or take, what is that like? A bag of potato chips, a big king size bag of Doritos. What is that yeah. like? Maybe three thousand calories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you could you eat three thousand calories of of potatoes? <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, and like the what we're finding too, or what people have been knowing for a long time is that these foods that have more calories in it that are, I guess, quote-unquote, bad for you have a very low level of satiation. Like, they don't satiate you very well. Nope. Right? And so, like, I started reading up uh, different types of food that satiate you well, like apples or something, right? Like, try to eat fucking four apples. If you eat fucking four apples, you're a serial killer. Yeah. How about that? You're a sociopath. Yeah. (laughs) Get the fuck out of my face. I've never seen somebody eat more than past one banana in my life. And, but, like slow and yeah. they don't they don't chew it <laughs> like when i eat bananas i eat it fast that yeah. you literally don't need teeth for that so you're welcome stomach <laughs> <laughs> full circle baby yeah and so when i watched and that it comes out the same way as well they um the person that they were interviewing in the documentary what they were saying was hey how about you they said this okay you know what you want to eat the foods that you like to eat right cool if you want to eat those type of foods i want you to make it from scratch and what i mean yeah, by, yeah. <laughs> and what i mean by that is like not even getting the byproduct of no. what you need in the greens in the grow it yourself how do you make bread you fucking grow wheat exactly <laughs> right and then fucking grind that shit like i don't know what i don't like yeah. I, like i know how to make bread this is how Fuck you make bread here. you fucking grow wheat you wait till that shit dries out and yeah. it's nice and golden you pick those little wheat seeds yeah you stick it into a mill attach it to a fucking donkey that rotates around and grinds <laughs> it to a powder so i have to raise this donkey somehow yeah 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 right? and where are you gonna get a donkey in the middle of you know i don't fucking know in los angeles and then you'll do that and then you take that, then you make bread out of it with water and eggs from the chicken. That but you, you don't have the hamburger meat. That's right. You so know? you got to raise that cow. You got to raise that cow. Yeah. Then you got to kill it. Yep. Then you have to grind it, which is probably grow the know. lettuce, the vegetables. So there's there's a huge process in order to eat a food like that, that we have constantly readily available at our fingertips. And then the sad part about it is, is once you get all those ingredients and you have it ready to go. You don't even want a hamburger anymore. Yeah, I don't want it. You don't want it. I don't fucking want this, this labor burger. <laughs> That's what that shit is, dude. This fucking... This is a waste of time. But now, you can go to Burger King. And you can get it right there. For $1.50. Yeah. But you could also get fries, a cookie, and... Exactly. And, so, and a, a these Coke. fools that are... These fools... These foods <laughs> that are readily available are stuff that, number one, doesn't satiate you very well, and it shouldn't be that available for you to eat all the fucking time. Yeah. And it's surrounded... Like, we're surrounded by it. Yeah. Like... You try to eat healthy, good luck. Yeah. Because you're, it's hard. You're bombarded with, and, and a lot of people are like, what are healthy foods? And we're so disconnected with what healthy foods are where we can't even, like, I've been there. That's, I'm speaking from experience. Yeah. Whenever, all this type of stuff, by the way, when I mentioned this, is stuff that blew my fucking mind. Yeah. I had no fucking idea. But then, and then you realize that, like, oh shit, this is what the cycle I've been going through. Yeah. You know, like, this is, like, when I'm trying to get lunch, I have to really think about what I'm going to eat. Yeah. Because I need something that's going to be somewhat healthy. I need to know that the food is, you know, not 
going to fuck me up for the rest of the day. It's not going to affect my training. It's not going to affect how I work throughout the day. It's, it has to, and I'm like, Hey, where am I going to get this at a reasonable price? Yeah. Do I have time to sit down at a restaurant? Yeah. Do I have time to go home and cook? And like all these, these obstacles make it really easy when you see the Wendy's down the street, which is also very delicious. Yeah. Very satiating for the most part. Yeah. On a, on a taste level. Yeah. But not on a micronutrient level. Yeah. And then you eat it and then, then it goes on the cycle of you just feeling like shit, but you're like, Oh, I'm hungry again. I'm going to go. Oh, Bird King's here. Perfect. I'm going to go there. What I found too, uh, for, for myself when I was eating at home versus eating out, um, I always tend to eat less when I ate at home when I was eating healthier food. Yeah. And the reason why is because when I'm full, yeah, I'm full and I could stop whenever I want and it's in the fridge so I can go ahead and grab it whenever. Yeah. When I, when I'm at a restaurant, I feel almost pressured that I have to eat the whole fucking thing. And you don't, yeah, you have to clear, clean your plate. And that's what we've been trained as kids Yeah, is like clear your plate, clear mm-hmm. your plate. And it's so hard for me to be at a restaurant and either not eat the little bit of of rice or whatever I have left on my plate. Mm-hmm. And it could be a small amount. Yeah. But part of me is like, I got to fucking eat it. Yeah. And then my girlfriend, not my girlfriend, my fiance now, if she she's a pretty small eater, I end up eating her food too. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want her to waste that. Dude, people will say some foreign ass words to me, dude. They're like, dude, just take it for leftovers. I was like, hold on a second. What's huh? a leftover? <laughs> like, you, like you, yeah. you could take the food and bring it home. I'm like, no, that doesn't exist. I don't no. know what you're talking about. What's the, what's the fucking leftover? Yeah. Like, I don't get I don't, the fuck out of my I, face. What'd you call me? <laughs> yeah. And then I fight them. Yeah. And then I rob them. Yeah. And then we make up and then we have sex. Yeah. And those are, that's and, how we became friends. Yeah. <laughs> I got robbed and that's, I had sex with David So. That's on go. record, by the way. Because he had leftovers and I got so mad. Yeah. And I was like, no, I have a bag. I'm going to take it. I'm going <laughs> to put it in my fridge. And he's like, what the fuck? Don't is you that? fucking dare. Let's have sex. <laughs> and I was like, what? Okay. And I took my shirt off and then there we were. Yeah. Cut to now. What's up? But that was the 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 biggest there was so many fucking things that were blowing my fucking mind that I had no idea about like how I used to consume. And it's food. right under our nose the whole time. Yeah. And I had to put my finger there because yeah. you didn't know <laughs> what I It's literally meant. right under your it's fucking It's right under your nose. Like a mustache. Like yeah. a dirty little mustache. That, that I you, will never grow. Yeah. Because I don't I can't, <laughs> not by choice. Yeah. Um, but like I think like when it came to certain you know, pieces of information that just seems so common sense. It just, I just couldn't apply it. And I think yeah. that's the biggest thing that I would, that I did out of everything is I took the time to learn and kind of accept the things that I was re- reading as truth and knowledge. And and that's the difference between you losing this weight and somebody that, you know, would struggle with this. Yeah. Is the open-mindedness of, of this whole process. Yeah. On top of the fact that, you know, you have to do your own research or, you know, if you have somebody that's really there, that's there to guide you and, and to put you through this, a lot of the times you won't take it as gospel and you shouldn't, you shouldn't take what they're saying all the time, hundred percent as the truth Yeah, because you have to do your own research because there's a lot of people that don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. That just kind of say shit just to say shit. Yeah. You know, like I see it all the time from other trainers or whatever. We mean some other trainers were talking about that today of how we see trainers talk to their clients about fucking they're just making stuff up. Yeah. About like the reason why your muscles are sore or 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 why you shouldn't eat this type of food. You know, it goes the list goes on. So if you have somebody that's guiding you through this process of you losing weight or gaining weight, 
you should be doing your own research 100% yeah. of the time. Yeah. And you'll find they're either full of shit or they're like, oh man, that guy's pretty smart. Well, a lot of the times like the problem is that when people do their own research and they are finding these answers, I, I feel like a lot of people, because I was in this position as well, is that we don't want to find the answers that'll that'll give us pain or discomfort. We want to live comfortably as possible and we want to get this we want to get the results that we want. And it doesn't work that way. Everybody's looking for the home run. Yeah. Everybody's looking for that. And I've I've been there too, where I'm looking for a specific answer. In like a certain like a research topic or, or I buy someone's program or I, yeah. I, I read someone's article and then I, I'm sitting there thinking, but like that doesn't answer my question. Yeah. Because it's the answer is in between the lines. Like it, it, it's it's not no one can give you the direct answer to, you know, what you're looking for a lot of the time. Because application is everything, too. And you're really never going to know what's going to work for you unless you try it. And. I think a lot of people too, because they are, they have failed so much in trying a diet, they're so scared of that. They're so scared of failure yep. and they rather find the excuse not to do something because at least before they could – it's the same concept of when dudes, um, they get rejected by a girl, right? So so they'll, they'll be hollering at a girl. They're like, yo, what's up, mama? How you doing? And the girl goes, I don't really like you. And they You're go, a bitch. You ugly anyway. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's a defense mechanism. Yeah. And that's the same concept that people have when it comes to – That's why your teeth crooked. They say yeah. something like that. It's like, whatever, bitch. Your pussy smell. It's like, you didn't even get that close to it. How'd you smell it? Yeah. <laughs> but but what, if it, what if he did smell it from it's there? Like, she's like, whatever. You just fuck. No, it's like, seriously, ma'am. You're, I'm a gynecologist and your pussy smells. It smells yeah. There's absolutely. something wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'm not hitting on you. I'm saying you need to go to a hospital. <laughs> Now, it very smells arrogant like, of you too. Just think that I was smells like my mother's cooking fish <laughs> sauce. Uh, but that stinky tofu, baby. Yeah, and you know it's it's that well, constant just fear of failure. Like like when everybody asked you, David, what did you do to lose to weight? All yeah. the weight. I bet they were kind of disappointed when you were like, oh, I just walked every day. Yeah, they were, and they kept trying to find They're other like, no, answers. But what was it really? Yeah, it's like I walked every day. Yeah. I walked every day. And, and I, that, that worked for you. Yeah. And that was, that's something that I recommend to a lot of my clients. They're yeah. just trying to get more active and they're trying to, you know, trying to increase that metabolism is just walk, get yeah. a little more activity a day. And that's an easy thing that for all the listeners out there that are, people are trying to lose some weight, walk. just start walking. It's the, it's, it's the a best A little advice. goes a long way. It really does. And it, it, it but it's, it's. The biggest, but but people think that it just it's oh it's exercise that's what's going to help me get there, no. but it's not. It's it's the habit forming. Yeah, it's the routine. It's yeah. making a ritual. It's it's starting anew. You get the momentum rolling, and then it carries over to all these other things in your life where yeah. you started exercising more. You started eating cleaner. But you're a special type of individual where you probably when you put your mind to something, you just fucking do it. Yeah, I I think like. You know, but I failed so many times before, and I just exactly. Got, and I, I what that's I that's a cop out answer. That's yeah. a cop out answer saying that like, oh, you, well, you're this kind of person because yeah. it's not. Yeah, it, I, it's that plus everything else. Yeah, like I failed so many times before, and the reason why was because I kept on looking for a quick answer. I kept telling myself yeah. that, yo, I'm gonna lose this weight in three months. I'm gonna lose this weight in four months, and I always put a, a, a time limit on when I was supposed to lose this weight. And I and the biggest disappointing thing that I did was I looked at other people's results and what they were getting out of life or whatever their fitness program was, and I wanted to get what they had yeah. versus doing it based on 
on myself and the knowledge that I should be gaining. And I kept on looking for quick answers. Yep. And what it turned out was that instead of looking for a quick answer, I should just be finding answers in general. Yeah. And I had to do that research. And one of the biggest things that I found out was, number one, I don't have a habit. Like, I keep failing because I would only last at – I would go so fucking extreme, dude. I'm talking about I would go to the gym and I would go – fucking ham dude yeah. and bart would always tell me the same shit and that fucked you up for how long yeah i would go balls to the fucking wall yeah. and i'm like i can do this and then i won't go to the gym for probably like two weeks because i exploded my quads <laughs> like, yeah. I, yeah. I was just dying and then it, it puts you deeper in a hole yeah because you're that's one day you worked out yeah in the span of two weeks yeah you probably only went one day yeah you know and and, and on top of that it's like you need to have a consistency yeah especially with all the the new year's resolutions out there all the people want to go fucking crazy on their first day and it's like no it doesn't work that way yeah and you the smarter idea would be for you to just be frequent with the low with the low leg so more frequency less intensity is what yeah. i always say right yeah and intensity is is a tool that has to be managed and you have to use it intermittently like yeah. you have to do it at the right time and but for a lot of times you just need to get the ball rolling if you don't yeah. work out consistently yeah, you need to do something that you can get moving, something low level where you know you can do. Like if yeah. if you can't see yourself doing it for the rest of your life, that's probably not going to work for you that long. Yeah, and like with frequency too, the 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 cool thing is is that it just teaches you that you could accomplish something on a daily basis. Yeah. And what it also teaches you too is that these results will come slower, but they'll last a lot longer. A hundred percent. And I've, I've kept this weight off for quite a while and I'm still losing weight here and there, but my, my weight loss has been more stagnant now. Obviously I'm getting closer to that goal, but I've also stopped doing those walks. Yeah. And those walks were the biggest thing that was helping me lose weight. It wasn't something I was just saying as if it's the, the easiest answer for weight loss, but like I'm walking three to four miles a day and, yeah. and it became habit that I enjoyed it a lot. And that goes for the same habit of eating healthy food. And people don't realize that you're actually addicted to these foods that are terrible for yeah. you. And you think that it tastes amazing because you're addicted to that substance. It's that same concept of smoking a fucking cigarette. You eat a bowl of raspberries and then you eat a bowl of gummy bears. Yeah, the gummy bears are always going to taste better. Yeah. You know, but you have to get in a rhythm. And a, yeah. and, and, a, and a consistency with your food where you start to crave these types of foods. Like, it's crazy. I never thought, like, dude, I'm the biggest fucking sweet tooth of all time. Yeah. I eat and I eat any kind of candy. I'm always eating it. I'm anything, anything. I'm a, I'm a fiend for it. But now I'm at a point where it took me a while. It took me a little bit. But I, I, I like eating raspberries and I eat that as a snack. That's my candy now. Yeah. yeah, but will I fucking go bananas on on a bag of gummy worms or Probably. something like that? Definitely, <laughs> and I will. But Pe people do I feel like shit afterwards? I yeah. do. People underestimate the human body and how smart it is. It's trying to adapt all the time. So whatever you put in front of it, it will adapt to it. So yeah. if you get a consistency of you eating clean, healthy foods, your body will crave it. And sometimes you'll crave a fucking salad, which is crazy. But yeah. when you eat something really terrible, that's not really ideal for your body yeah you're gonna be like fuck i wish i had a salad instead yeah and that tells you that you're in a good place like health wise like yeah, as far like as you're in a rhythm a, a consistency a consistency yeah <laughs> like your <laughs> body's <laughs> very smart and it knows what it wants and that's the thing i underestimated the most is that i didn't really 
trust that. I thought like I knew what I wanted yeah. more than what my body knew, right? Yeah. So when I would eat these he- quote unquote healthy foods, which is good food, it's just stuff I just didn't eat on the regular. Mm-hmm. I I thought it tasted bad. Yeah. And that's also because what I also find out is I never gave myself an opportunity to actually be hungry. Yeah. I didn't know what hungry was. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I I was never really hungry. I always had some type of food readily available, whether it was from Postmates, whether I could just drive a couple miles out yeah. and eat a hefty meal. And I just didn't want to be hungry or I just didn't think it was something that I needed to feel. How many times have you eaten something out of like boredom? Oh, all the fucking time, yeah. dude. Like almost exclusively. There was a point in time where, especially after, I think after I started like fighting and I would get, I would do weight cuts. And yeah. then since you're depriving yourself so much of food, this is when I kind of developed like a weird relationship with food where this was like the food porn days where, well, it's still kind of like that now, but like the Guy Fieri's diner oh. drives and drive-ins and dives. Yeah. You'd watch that. And you'd be like, oh, man, they're putting fucking melted yeah. cheese on everything. They're putting butter on everything. You're like, oh, my God. So while you're, like, depriving yourself of nutrients and trying to starve yourself to lose, like, 15 pounds in, like, two weeks or whatever, like what I was doing, I would write a list of all the foods that I want to eat. And like, yeah. But then afterwards, I would go fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, to almost pretty much like made myself sick and it fucked my body up and it's I'm still kind of paying for it a little bit. Yeah. Where I just can't stop craving these types of foods and that became the only food I ate. Yeah. Was pizzas and fucking in and out and and all the crazy food trucks with, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With three cheeseburgers on it with But you'll see pastrami. this, right? So like I'll see this stuff on Instagram and people will send me stuff. They go, "Doesn't this look bomb?" I'm like, "Dude, that looks fucking disgusting, and, man." Yeah, and then when you eat it, it tastes like shit. Yeah, it just tastes like fat on top of fat because on top of fat. Because it's like, "Oh yeah, this food truck or this restaurant is doing this. We're going to one up it." Somebody sent gonna... me this video of a hamburger that was stuffed. It was like like four patties with four pieces of cheese, which looks fine. And then they put <laughs> Uh, hot Cheetos on it on oh. the inside, and they crumbled hot Cheetos, and they poured melted hot cheese on it. Jesus. And the first thing I thought was, that doesn't look good to me. That it can't be the answer for everything. It doesn't look like it tastes good. What in the fuck are you saying? And this person yeah. is like, "Don't doesn't that look bomb?" I'm like, "In what fucking world does that look good?" Yeah. You eat two bites of that, done. Good luck. Yeah. You're shitting your pants the way home. Yeah, and that's not me being a food. I'm saying like, arguably, it just doesn't look tasty to me. Yeah. The burger looked fine yeah. as itself. And after, then, but after a while, you see all that, and then you you've kind of seen it all. Yeah, you, you you've seen it. Like, have you seen the cotton candy, uh, like burrito? The what? Have you seen that? So, like, people take a, a cotton candy and then yeah. they put ice cream. They put like, no, nah, I already spring, don't want it. And they roll it up, and it's but it's like, what ice cream's already sweet. But but then I'm gonna put cotton candy around it, sugar, just like spun up sugar, you know? Yeah. And it's like. What do you want me to do with this? Yeah. I'm so, and, but people go crazy over it. And it's like it's like a, a thing on the internet where people are like, oh, my God, that looks so good. You know, yeah, that's, goals, they say that. That was the hardest part that people didn't understand, especially <laughs> when um, like I joined forces to start up that saucer place, right? Mm-hmm. When we had customers that were saying like, oh, like what other toppings do you have? I'm like, there aren't other toppings. The soft serve is artisanal, meaning that I we created this so it's going to taste a certain way. 
and we're not going to add 17 Snickers on top of it. We're not going to add Fruit Loops and Cheerios and all this other shit because it doesn't make sense. And you're yeah. not going to be able to taste it. Yeah. Like you want that stuff because somebody told you that this is the epitome of what, what a good tasting piece of dessert is. Yeah. And it's not. And um, and I, it's, it's not us being snobby. It's more like uh, we, uh, we want you to have an experience with this. If you wanted to just put a bunch of shit on it, you could just do that at home and you shouldn't pay for that type of stuff. You should pay for something that you're getting something out of it, right? So if we're going to serve something to you, like we we thought really hard on it and it's like I said, it's not snobbery. It's not that you're wrong or anything else like that. It's just this is what we're serving and I hope you like it. And if you don't, that's 100% okay too. And your food palate is shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what David's really trying to say. No, absolutely not. What I'm saying is that this is how we want to serve it. And if you don't like it, you're allowed to have that opinion. And if you do have that opinion, just don't put it on Yelp. Yeah. <laughs> and go fuck yourself. Yeah. I'm just kidding. But I've had people come in and they they ask it. And we explain to them nicely like, yo, this is how the flavor is. Yeah. I hope you like it. If you don't, let us know and then we'll just refund you the money. That's yeah. okay. It's all good, man. Like everybody's allowed to have their opinion. And I'm fine with that. And that's the great thing about food. Why yeah. do you think Baskin Robbins has 31 flavors? Oh, there's there's going to be something for everybody and they are everywhere. Yeah. Because you can always find something that you like. Yeah. You know, but it's not like the best ice cream. Yeah. And I, I like it a lot. Yeah. But I, and I don't want to do something that I don't I don't want to serve something that I don't personally like. It doesn't get you excited. Yeah. And, and it's, why would you do it then? And it's also just buying into the whole type of just the food addiction thing, which I'm, I'm really I, I say I'm against because it did take away a good few years of my life that that was quality years of my life yeah you know that i could have had that could have been arguably better because and, and then know. how much of your your time or your day was consumed on like trying to like eat all these crazy foods yeah that it became that and that was the same thing for like me. I, I would eat as if i would never be allowed to eat it again oh like, dude i wouldn't make eye contact with anybody <laughs> and i would just stuff my fucking face and i'd eat a lot yeah and I'm still kind of paying for it. Like, yeah. I, I feel like I kind of feel, I felt like shit for a while. And I'm yeah. finally in a rhythm where I'm like, oh, man, this is what you're supposed to feel like. Yeah. I'm not supposed to be falling asleep at the wheel at like two o'clock. Yeah. And because um, now I like the biggest food. I think the food that I eat the most is is Shabu. Yeah. And the reason why is Shabu just has. We just had some Shabu right now. Player. Right before we did this. It's Come high on, nutrition. It's really quick. And look how much energy we have. Yeah. Like I'm not, I don't have the itis. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not falling asleep. Yeah. You know, it's just very simple food that's really good for me and it tastes really good. And after we ate it, we ate a good amount. Yeah. But we didn't feel like shit. We yeah. felt great. Yeah. And that's how you kind of should feel after you eat food. Yeah. Like that, that's the connection that most people should have. Oh, here's another tip for people who are trying to. If your New Year's goal is to lose weight, if you eat food and you instantly feel sleepy, you've already fucked up. Like yeah. you have – you definitely didn't use or eat the food for energy. You ate it to to just stuff your fucking face. Keep it to whole natural foods. Yeah. Foods that you know grow out of the ground. Yeah. They fly. They swim. They run. Those types of things you should be consuming. Yeah. I just if eat it comes, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Our That's like Kelly my source style, of power. Baby, come oh, on. a little too soon there, aren't we? Oh yeah, dude. But it's it's that's all we've been watching. Dude, did you watch all six episodes? It's crazy, dude. Dude, it's one of the funniest documentaries I've ever seen. I'm sorry, but it's it's <laughs> like Wait, where are you going with this? It's funny What's your angle, David? It's funny so? because the documentary should have been called 
I knew everything, but I didn't say shit. Yeah, that's dude. what the documentary should have been called, and that's why I was laughing so fucking much because every yo like when they talk to his buddies and they're like yeah we knew something was up but like i didn't know it was all that oh come on get the (laughs) fuck out yo you know what the worst part was was when there was these parents that were up there right (laughs) and she well she she was kind of like she was kind of hood because she she straight up said she goes miss they they i could tell that the camera person or the person that was interviewing them asked them what they would do if they saw R. Can Kelly. I, can I guess who, which couple, what parent you're talking about? Yeah. Were they the ones at the end of the documentary that was saying, it was the mom that said, if I see R. Kelly out in the streets, it's on a pop. Yeah. That's my favorite. She's my favorite. She's like, it's on sight. It's on sight. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, then she and I'm like, like, yeah. And goes, I get it. The shit that for threw sure, me sure. off. He, she, goes, she goes, I've been to prison before and yeah. I ain't afraid to go again. I was like, yeah. oh shit. But as a parent, you know, like I'm not a parent, but like I can only imagine. Like, yeah, for sure. We're but gonna, to me, we're fucking throwing down. Like, I'm like, I don't know the situation, but they, they were the worst parents to me <laughs> because number one, the motherfucker took it to the R. Kelly concert. He brought her up on stage and then he was like, well, I knew about his past, but you know, that stuff was all hearsay. She, she was, he, he started dancing on her, right? Yeah. But it's just, that's a crazy move. Yeah. And I thought to myself, like, and don't they plant like women in the audience so he could pull out. So shit like that doesn't <laughs> happen. Because she was underage, right? She was super underage. And yeah. on top of that, <coughs> their parents knew who that was, his ah, background. He dear. was like, oh, why did <coughs> oh, shit. I didn't think it was like a problem. I was like, first of all, you knew it was a problem, but you saw an opportunity for your daughter to become somebody famous and you wanted yeah. to take that. And then finally, when it got out of control, then you were like, hold on a second, Mr. Kelly. You can't come up and do this to my kid only because – the opportunity of her becoming a senior disappeared. Yeah. So get the fuck on out of here with that bullshit. And now you're trying to do the whole sob story thing. You fucked up as a parent. That's yeah. what it was. That's you made a red a, flag. You chose your uh, a possibility for your daughter to be famous over the safety of your daughter. It's how I felt. I don't know. As a, but that's as, what it seemed like. I, I feel like as a parent, you know, I don't, yeah, once again, I don't know either. I don't have, I don't, I don't have kids, but I yeah. do have a beautiful dog. I have a couple dogs. Okay. That's but, the same thing. Yeah, same thing. Same thing. Um, Piece so, of shit. so upsetting. People are like, oh, what the fuck? Cancel this guy. Cancel, <laughs> cancel culture. Cancel Nick. Yeah. Get rid of me, please. Somebody, yeah. somebody needs to. But like, if you, that was your daughter. Yeah. As a, as a man and you see, I don't care who it is. Whether it's R. Kelly or not. Yeah. Like, you know, grinding up on your daughter. Absolutely not. I would be livid. A 40 year old man at that. 45-year-old man at that. I would be so livid. Yeah. You know? And he was just like, no, it was, you know, I knew about him or not, but, you know, it just seemed like it was like hearsay and nothing was really concrete and people were just, it was allegations. It wasn't fucking allegations, bro. You knew that shit. He knew about the trial. He knew everything else and he was okay with his daughter dancing and when it got out of hand and he knew that his daughter wasn't going to gain an opportunity from this is when he started questioning it. She was trying to be a singer? Yeah, she was trying to be, and she was an amazing vocalist. I, I noticed how I watched the documentary, but I was like, wait, which one was she? Like, I have no idea, like, the Dude, detail. Dude, it, it was wild when I was watching that doc and kind of like, how many parents fucked up? When they knew everything, yeah. and they're his team that knew everything and didn't say anything. On top of that, um, what's it called? His assistant was just there, or the person that used to work for him. Yeah. She was the one that uh, had, like, the, uh, the, the voice modulation. Oh, yeah, yeah, She knew yeah. everything, and a whole bunch uh, of people were in cahoots with them. The fucking bodyguard that threatened. Um, that dude That dude is running a fucking crazy cult. I heard, like, the, even the bodyguard is, like, uh, in, it's like going to jail or some shit. You know, I bet they're all, I bet they were all doing some sort of level of that. Yeah. You know, like, I just. Did you hear Timbaland's statement where Timbaland was like, 
Uh, yeah, I, um, it wasn't in the doc, but he kind of put out a statement where he met Aaliyah and he said he fell in love with her too, but he knew better cause she was too young. And I was like, bro, don't talk- say that out <laughs> loud and don't say that to the press. Talk about the worst statement ever, dude. Dude, what terrible timing. Dude, that was because he's he's kind of like saying like, well, you know, you would have you would have done that too. You would have fall, fell in love with Aaliyah. There was a there's which a, is there's a clip crazy. on uh, Tim's channel that he uploaded, and Tim went, like it, oh? Yeah, he went to an R. Kelly concert, and now it all makes sense because there's this clip of R. Kelly on the stage, and you know, like he's just like singing his words, and a girl's like wiping his sweat down, so he hands her a towel to wipe his sweat down, right? And he's singing, and he goes, "Wipe my face." <laughs> and she starts wiping his face and he goes, wipe my tongue, sticks out his tongue, Whoa. wipes his tongue, wipe my body, starts wi- wiping down his body. And then as she's like wiping down his chest and his body, he starts standing up. Then he says, she starts wiping down his dick. Right to the dick and balls. Right. And he's just grinding it. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is some real shit. Yeah. It's him just fucking getting his dick rubbed by this girl. And he goes, grab my dick. And she starts grabbing his yeah, dick. Yeah, no, that's, that's something that I've heard. Like, not only have comedians talked about that, but, yeah. like, everybody That's some like, real shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, power to him because – well, not power to him, but yeah, you people, people, you know, if they're going to do it, if he's telling you to do it and they're going to do it, you know, they don't want to be the girl that didn't rub down R. Kelly's dick and balls when he commanded it on stage. Did you see because that? Because then you look like you're no fun. That's right. But did you see but that clip bullshit. of him uh, in Ethiopia, the concert? Oh, dude, the song he was singing – do you want to? He was like, "Do you want to come back to me? Would to, you like to come with Rob to America?" Yeah, dude. And like, <laughs> it goes, "Do you uh, have your passport? Did you get your shots? Yeah. Would you like to come with Rob to America?" Then the background comes in to America. Yeah, like they had that planned out, and then. <sighs> Was that recent or was that a while ago? I don't. Know. It looked like he was older, but that's pretty fucking funny, dude. Dude, and, <sighs> the level of planning in that song is is. It's almost like he wanted to get caught because he would hang around high schools. Well, he, he, that's that's a song, right? It's he's it's Who a the performance. Fuck is this? Hold on a second. This is Mario. Oh, Mario. Hello, I'm 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 doing a podcast right now. Hi, Mario. So I'm gonna have to call you back. Okay. <laughs> Why do you sound so sad? Huh? Oh, I said hello. I thought you sounded uh, a sad. That's why. This is the couple life, you know? And what do you have to say? Oh, that was Nick. Nick says hi. Hi. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> okay, <laughs> bye. Lovely surprise. Yeah, that was the girlfriend. Interrupting my work, dude. Ladies, am I right? <laughs> Freaking ladies, right? Am I right? Um, but anyways, that song, he's serious. He's hoping somebody underage is going to come back with him to America, America from Ethiopia. And that way he could probably doctor everything. Yeah. You know? Do you have your passport? And he's foreign. So people in Ethiopia are like, yeah, I'm, they're the more most inclined to ridiculous say ridiculous yes. lyrics ever. Do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? Would you like to come with Rob to America? It's kind of catchy though. Dude, he, kinda, he, he made he, it catchy. With with those words, you see that on paper, you're like, no way that could be a song. And then yep. he sings it, and you're like, oh, that's the that's the power of music. <laughs> dude, it is, dude. It's, it's the, the power, power of music. That's the power of a black man. Only black people can sing words that are random and make it still sound dope as fuck. Especially in R and B. Like only yeah. like yeah, yeah, that's exclusive. 
That's exclusive to that was some wild music. shit, dude. Like just watching. First of all, they did kind of drag the documentary series kind of long. Like the yeah, six, six episodes. episodes could have been four. Yeah. You know, I didn't expect them <laughs> to uh, save that girl, though, dude. When they put two, because they dropped a hint at the beginning. They're like, yeah, she's the tomboy. Yeah. And then when they show her on the TMZ clip, and then they circle and they zoom in, and then I'm like, holy shit! Yeah. But that is so crazy how he groomed her to look that way, like a little boy. Yeah. So I didn't know he liked little boys either. And, but it's just, oh, dude, I don't even, I don't even know what to say. You, you don't know what to say. Somebody's gonna. I was telling my my lady today. I was like, someone's probably gonna murder him. Probably. Someone's gonna shoot him. Someone's gonna like. Because he's, I'm sure he's... He has like a he's, sex cult or some shit. Yeah, he's pissed off enough people where they're like, you know what? If I see this dude in the streets, it's all going to pop in. It's, it's weird because like um, Sparkle, her... Uh, it's so funny. Yeah, that dude, her bangs are dope. Yo, Sparkle, when she had a... She, when they were in court and the the young girl that was in that pissing video. Yeah. The one that got hired, like fire hydrant. That was face, her knee. Yeah, that was. <laughs> is that the, is yeah. that the street term for Yeah, it? she got the fire. She got the fire. That's, that's, you don't know the street terms, bro? Uh, dude. Yeah, dude, she got the happy sprinkler to the face. Is that what they used in the, in the court documents? That's right. <laughs> yeah. She got the super soaker to the face. What oh, happened? Dude. The Super Soaker 3000. Oh, man. That's exactly what happened. Dude. That's rough. That's right. <laughs> but it's, it's been yeah. long enough. Yeah, I she, guess. when she got smashed in the face with a pee-pee. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> they just <laughs> straight out outright denied it was her in the video. Yeah. She was the only one that was like, that's her. But her parents were like, the ones, no, right? No, that's not her. Her, the parents, it was her, her parents that did Her cousin, that. her brother oh. said, that's not her. And Sparkle was just... And, shocked. and that's why they lost that case, probably, right? That's, that's what happened. They were she, wouldn't, she wouldn't say it was her. She said, that's not me in the video. And so that's why the case was dropped. And then R. Kelly got away with it. So either they were handed off money, like under yeah. the, the table, yeah. under the table Ooh, money, Mesa. or their it's family would rather have her save face. And um, I bet it's a combination of both. I bet it's mostly the save face part. I'll put it to you like this, right? You're in a video. R. Kelly fucked you in the ass and pissed in your face. Yeah. R. Kelly goes, Mr. Nick Dud. If I gave you a hundred thousand dollars, would you not send me to jail? I'll say I'll do it for ten. Boom, dollars. At <laughs> <laughs> the time ten, of my life, ten solid dollars. But what really fucks with me in those is all the stories of the women where they talk about like the weird things he did. Oh, like yeah, he was like yeah, a. Yeah. Dir- I'm like, oh, dude, don't. Oh, what? Remember the girl that he slapped the fuck up because she uh she mentioned um the accusations of his Ugh. of his baby touching and shit, which she actually didn't know about, which was kind of wild. Yeah, but she didn't know any about like, come on, R. Kelly, drip, drip, drip. How did you not see that shit? Yeah, dude. She probably doesn't have a lot of that's friends, that's but, <laughs> that's your blocking. You're mentally blocking it. Yeah, out. and then she didn't know, and then she broke down, and then when they met up in person, he slapped the fuck out of her, dude. Yeah, that's. It's just everything that dude does is like, oh, you're a monster. You're yeah. a monster. He's a fucking monster. Even if like 10% of it was true, you're like, oh, you're a piece of shit still. Yeah. You know? Like, it, it's just like, what? And it happens consistently. And it's it's so crazy how much you can get away with. Yeah. and There he, really is. And he defiled Aaliyah, dude. I know you were kind of young for Aaliyah, No, dude. I know who Aaliyah is. Okay. She was in Romeo Must Die. All right. That's... Jet Li didn't even kiss her in that movie, you know? But he kissed her in the music video, though. Yeah, but, you know, who watched that? Sing one Aaliyah song right now. You know, just um, the the song about the passport in Ethiopia is, <laughs> is the only thing that's coming to my head right now. <laughs> Do you have your passport? Yeah, dude, because that Don't is stuck in my shots? head. 
And and I was talking to my lady about this today. I was thinking about how people they want to separate someone's like acts in their real life yeah. with their art or whatever, right? Yeah. Like say Pablo Picasso, he's on the cut his ear off, right? He's like mm-hmm. crazy shit, but he's like, oh man, he made beautiful masterpieces. Yeah. But he was hurting himself. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing, right? Yeah. Exactly. But my thing is at what point do people stop giving that like what's the word I'm looking for? He that doesn't excuse. get a pass anymore. Yeah, like what? What do you have to do to like not get that pass, dude? I don't know, but people get hard. Like Usher, like Usher put out a song about him cheating and having a baby by somebody else. Yeah, and women still loved him. Yeah, good for him. He did a whole, he did confessions, because and he nobody, did confessions part two. Nobody listens to the lyrics. <laughs> like I was listening to the. I don't have an auxiliary cord in my car because I'm a sociopath, I guess, because I yeah. don't want to pay for it. So I've been listening to the radio. Uh huh. Who does that anymore? Oh, dude, it's so bad. And they literally have, I've heard sicko mode for maybe 72 times in the past three days. Of course. And I listen to it all the way through because I'm a big fan. But I don't, you know, I don't like that. I like it, but I do like it a lot. But all the songs that they play on the, on the radio. Yeah. Are fucking so bad. Yeah. But you listen to it enough where you're like. Kind of like it. It gets stuck in your fucking I'm head, man. It. That's how they get you, dude. And, and then you're you're a part of it. You're a part of like, oh, I know the words to this. Did you know that he made? Um, uh, I forgot. He wrote that a very famous song for Michael Jackson. It was on that thing, right? R. Kelly did. Yeah. Is it Man in the Mirror? It wasn't Man no. in the Mirror. <laughs> it could have been. Yeah. Man in the Mirror. No, he he wrote, "You Are Not Alone." For for Michael Jackson. And the crazy thing is, Michael Jackson was also known as a baby toucher, which by the way wasn't fucking proven. And I guarantee you, like it was I don't I Do don't you think he did. I this is what I feel. I feel like Michael Jackson had a very tumultuous childhood, yeah. right? Because of his father's abuse. Great word. I don't thank you. I'll have to Google that later. Yeah, tumultuous childhood. But it sounds like in the context that it was a, a troublesome just childhood. Just, just, yeah, just all right, because it sounds very much like it. Yeah. But he had that type of childhood. And I think he just like I think that dude honestly just like kicking it with kids. That's what I feel like. Oh, I feel like yeah. I feel like he wasn't licking their assholes. Yeah. I feel like he was just <laughs> straight to licking assholes. Yeah, you know? I think he was just kicking it with them. <laughs> and if anything else, I feel like some of those kids were hitting on him. I'm putting it out there. Oh, I feel shit. like this is what happened. Michael Jackson is chilling by himself yeah. and he's hanging out with little Jeffrey. Uh-huh. And Jeffrey goes, Hey Mr. Jackson, so uh you wanna like kiss or something and then <laughs> and then michael jackson's like Ugh, ew, uh, yeah. and then he gets Cause, bobo because he has bobo, yeah. take this little bitch out and then bobo grabs a kid and kicks him out of his house yeah because he's afraid of cooties uh, you want me to kiss you cooties i'm still a baby baby uh, yeah and that's <laughs> because i don't think there's michael nothing jackson more attractive than to like a, a seven-year-old kid than a creepy looking michael jackson at first dude. i thought that michael jackson might have but then when i kind of looked at it i guarantee you I, I there's something so innocent about michael I don't know I don't why, know, dude. I feel like those kids probably said something to him, and Michael Jackson had little Bobo the monkey grab the kid by the ear and kick his it's, ass out. It's tough, dude. Where there's smoke, there's fire. I think. Ooh, you know that's that. I I I think. I'll just say this: it probably is more likely than it is not. You know, you're a dream killer, dude. Yeah, but a thief <sighs> of joy. That's what you are. You are. A thief but th- but of then joy. again, it's like it's like, but people still appreciate. How good his music was. I need to see evidence from the the FBI or some shit yeah. of of him having pictures with these kids butt naked or something. I don't need to see the photos. They I'm could, just saying I need to know that they exist. 
They, they could Photoshop that for you. They I could just, figure something out. I don't know, man. For some reason, I'm going with my gut feeling right now that Michael Jackson did not do any... Uh, what, 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 what's, the, what's, what's the proper term that I'm looking for? Baby penis touching. I'm pretty sure he, <laughs> did, he didn't do any of that shit. I feel like he was just satiating his childhood need to be around kids because he thought he was a kid. Because he yeah. didn't seem like he thought he was an adult. It seemed like he was a kid hanging out with other kids. Using the word satiating... With kids, kind of makes me feel weird. And talking about Michael Jackson. Well, <laughs> well, that's what I'm going to use right now because I'm but a big boy. I, I respect it though. I respect the right? fucking stand. Because R. Kelly, he knew he was an adult and he was define teenage. <laughs> that shit was the funniest thing too. Was that what you he like hanging around teenage girls? What well, do you consider define, teenage? And his like manager's like, don't say anything. He goes, I got this. Define teenager. Yeah, with such confidence. But that's what probably gets him there. Mm-hmm. Like that's why he hasn't been caught is because it's like the stone cold face and he's like, "What I did like, was it wrong? Did he just ask? That is the wrong thing. I was when he said that shit. I I started dying laughing. And the interviewer was like, "Did he really just fucking say that? I died laughing. I was in tears laughing yeah. when he said that shit. But that's what I'm saying. Like he was an adult that knew I'm he was taking advantage of younger kids. Yeah, that's the difference. And I felt Michael Jackson was a dude that got so fucked up in the head that he still believed he was a child. Yeah. So but, that's know, why I feel like they were just kicking it and sharing lollipops and shit. Just it's, like, that le- it's, it's, it's that level of abuse, though. It's like it, it, there is a history of abuse that happens, probably, which causes people to kind of like but be in that state time, of mind, he had right? Sex, he had sex with uh, that lady and had the baby. Well, who's his wife? He was. I thought it was a test to blanket. You're talking about blanket, the mother of blanket. That child's name is blanket. Yeah, that's what I thought. Right? <laughs> you didn't know. Is he the one that dangled? He dangled outside off the rooftop. Yeah, he dangled the, dangled the baby. Yeah, off I the, think I think the baby's name is Blanket. You're fucking. Are you serious? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. But then again, I thought that baby he named the child. See, I thought that was a test tube baby. No, well, first of all, that's only that only proves what I said before. Yo, ima- he is. He still thinks he's a kid. He's a child. No, Im- imagine your dad is Michael Jackson. Uh huh. Like that, Michael Jackson. Yeah. How fucked up would you be? You know. I well, I'll put it to you like this. That is only proof that Michael Jackson is still a child because only a child would name another child Blanket. Yeah. That's or, like if you ask your three-year-old, hey, you're, you're going to have a little sister coming in. Or you're fucking crazy, dude. Or you're just a child. <laughs> I'm going to defend this shit. Do you understand me? Yeah, you this know is, what? This is, this is what it is, right? This you know, is what you happens. You win, dude. You win. You Three-year-old win kid, right? Yeah. You ask your three-year-old child, hey, mommy's going to have another kid. It's going to be a daughter. What do you want to name the kid? Lollipop. Boom. That's that type of answer. Michael Jackson was a child that was hanging out with other kids. That's why he had that's why he had never never touched a kid land. As much as I want to disagree with you, I think you won this one. Thank you. I think you won this one. I, told, I have nothing else to say. I, was, I have no rebuttal. Because I was on your side. Yeah. I from what I saw, especially all the photos and stuff that yeah. they that they released uh, in the investigation later on, yeah. it really made me think that he maybe did have some kind of like sexual relationship with you know kids. what we should do the new part of this podcast should be court case review file time or something where we look into or you look into i feel i feel like i would do that and then people will question my character because i'm just defending everybody <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck has david been doing man? No, sometimes i i want to like I, sometimes i do defend people too much because i try to give people the benefit of the doubt right yeah. like i tried to but you know it's it does get the, me in trouble. The only like I said, the it only reason why I, I I started to think that Michael Jackson was innocent was because of this R. Kelly documentary. Really? It's because he doesn't seem like the person that was taking advantage of a young person. He just seemed like a guy that was hanging out with his homies. 
Like he was one of the Sandlot. <laughs> he was one of the Sandlot kids, but he didn't realize he was which, forty years old. Which Sandlot kid would he be? He, he the would jet. He'd be the jet. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> the <oil. laughs> he'd be the jet. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's what I was saying. How do you know Sandlot, dude? I fucking know Sandlot, dude. That's fucking crazy, dude. I'm, I was born in '92. When did Sandlot come out? Fucking like '98. I don't know. No, it didn't. I think it came out way before that, dude. Dude, I don't know, bro. Look at you, man. Look at you. I had older sisters. Oh, you know what? Your dad was in film. Yeah, but like, who gives a shit, though? <laughs> <laughs> I could tell, though. Yeah, <laughs> whatever, dude. Yeah, he worked on fucking Indiana Jones. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, your dad was actually has like... Uh, he was um, short round. My dad was short round. I'm just kidding. He wasn't. No. He had he That'd had a cool lineage of, of great work. He has a crazy IMDB page. That's what I'm saying, dude. You come yeah. from greatness, dude. What the fuck happened to you? You know, it's just try to trash Michael Jackson's name, you piece of shit. Yeah, no, I, you know, I'm a big fan of his music, and he's probably one of the only artists. Sing a Michael has, Jackson song right now. That has, uh, hold on, let me finish this steak because this is really important <laughs> that I get this out. You want to finish the steak? This, yeah. <laughs> Did you fucking just say you want to finish this? I'm steak? just so hungry right now. <laughs> no, I want to finish the statement because he's probably one of the only artists that has the past that he has mm-hmm. that people still don't remember him for that as much yeah but they do remember him for his good music his amazing music dude man his body of work that's what i'm saying you know so now we're 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 comparing michael jackson to r kelly you cannot do that because he didn't have a sex cult he just had a kindergartner's a kindergarten class in his house but do we really know that though hey dave Chappelle, (laughs) dave Chappelle put it the best what do you say all right dave Chappelle said how dare these fucking kids come over and fucking blame him when he invited them over, had him pet all his animals, had him come to a playground, <laughs> and he sucked their dick. <laughs> I'll fucking dare these kids rat do him you, out. Do you remember the Chappelle Show skit where he's playing video games with a kid that had cancer? Uh-uh. You don't remember that? I don't remember that one. Okay, you guys, I'm not going to ruin it for you guys because this is a really funny skit, but he's playing like I think yeah. NBA 2K or something yeah. with this kid that has cancer in the skit. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking hilarious. And it's not that long. You guys, will, you guys could find it. You can go back. And Just I didn't, watch it. I didn't realize how many times, like, uh, like comedic shows made fun of the Michael Jackson situation and the R. Kelly pissing on girls situation. Yeah. Like, Ari Spears did a fucking music video on Matt TV about him, uh, whatever, like, uh, like trying to like, like, like fuck little girls, uh-huh. and also, you know, Dave Chappelle did the fucking R. Kelly shit. Yeah, R. Kelly bit. I had no fucking and, idea. And, and I, I feel like in the documentary they kind of like made it seem that. It wasn't okay for them to make those jokes mm. because it made it so like trivial and not like a real, like yeah. a, not a real issue. Did you get that feeling too when you watched it? You know, I. It's kind of weird. Like I, because it made me feel bad. It made me feel guilty because the "I want to piss on you" was like that was a that was a big part of my like life. Oh, it was, <laughs> you oh, know, because it, it was hilarious. That was the jokes that we would always make, and like I didn't feel bad about that. I just think that. What, what what happened was, I can't believe I don't remember all this stuff. Like yeah. I, I remember him going through the trial of him pissing on the girl and uh-huh. everything else, but all the other stuff that they were bringing up in terms of the the, the court case that was televised uh-huh. and that was a big fucking deal. But but the thing about like when they rehash court cases is that you only hear what you kind of want to hear out of the news. Yeah, like you look at the Stephen Avery stuff, right? The yeah. making a murder documentary. If if people were going in depth that in depth during the time of the court case, yeah, we wouldn't really, yeah, be like we would be in a different position. And the yeah. same with the R. Kelly stuff. Like if people really knew what was going on, because 
no matter what goes on in the media, you take what you want to take out of it, no matter what. Like you watch something. Yeah, you hear and, what you want to hear. Yeah, and you're like, oh, he's guilty. Of course he's guilty. And then, but people yeah. are like, oh, no, they're just trying to bring him down. Like, fuck that. They're haters or whatever. Like, uh-huh. that's the team that they play on. But unless there's any, because I don't think you can, sh- like, uh, disclose what the evidence or what the proceedings are. But then if you do, most people don't want to hear it. Yeah. And it's like, Hmm. uh, this is boring. And they just go back to kind of thinking whatever they want to think. That's, that's what, that's what, how I feel. Yeah. I mean, we are seeing like a, a, a very insane amount of evidence just, just pushed into one small package. Yeah. So it makes us feel a very certain way exactly. and it's spread out a little more. And so it's, it's easier for people to ignore. Maybe that's why, I mean, yeah, that, 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 that definitely makes sense because I can't remember half the stuff. Yeah. And I, and I loved R Kelly dude. And this will, there's so many R Kelly songs that's ingrained into my head that I didn't even realize. Yeah. Like obviously like ignition was a huge thing. That's, that's the fucking, that's when I, if I am at a house party or something like that and I hear that song, Everybody knows what somebody yeah, somebody's fucking that but, night. But now you're gonna hear it and be like, "Fuck!" I heard his sales went up by sixteen percent. Exactly. Like, are you gonna feel bad when you? Because all I could think about when I was watching that documentary was, "Man, I want to hear some R. Kelly songs." Yo, <laughs> and, and when they were talking about, but it's so fucked up though, kind of you know. But when they were talking about, um, how they took all his music off the Spotify playlist. Yeah. They were kind of making it sound like initially they were going to take them off Spotify or iTunes completely. And then in my mind, I was like, I don't think that's really fair. They're, um, what but they, they took them off the top playlist. And I was like, okay, I think that's, yeah, that's definitely. I mean, that it, it really depends, right? So it kind of is. Yeah, like, it, it oh. does depend. But like my gut instinct was like, oh, I don't know. But then it's I hard, dude. About like, it. and people, I don't want to think about it because people are like, how can you listen to that monster? It's like you only say that because you didn't listen to R. Kelly when you were younger. Yeah, you don't. But, and but, that, but because it's sentimental, like it's it's. Well, we have different that, memories of it. They mentioned you know? that in the documentary that a lot of people. Because his music was so influential, yeah. a lot of people attributed his music to a very specific part of their life. Yeah. Whether it, it was at their prom, whether it was at their wedding, a lot of his music infiltrated memories yeah. versus the actual music itself. And so that's why it became very difficult to mute R. Kelly and why people would defend it yeah. because they weren't really defending the human being. They were actually defending the memory that was yeah. attached to the his sentimental. music. Yeah. And that's the part was like, holy shit. That's right. That's why That's, some people can't like, you know, they can't put down some of their comfort food. Yeah. It goes back full circle. It's like, it's yeah. because it's attached to so much memory and they're like, I don't want to have to like give that up. You know, like people get like weird about that. Kind yeah. Of people stuff. who don't like music either. They're not going to really understand, but yeah. I could understand it because I, I only know every single boys to men and Brightman night song because of, I got dumped once when I was 18 yeah. and I just had that shit on fucking repeat. I was like, these people get me, dude. I, I bet she's so fucking mad that she dumped you. No, I was not that great of a boyfriend. Well, you know, she wasn't that great of a girlfriend either, though. So I'll put it to you like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure she's doing fine. Yo, I'll tell, I'll get yo credit to you. That, wish any bad on her? No, I don't ever wish bad upon people that I broke up with. She does. He does. I, I absolutely do not. <laughs> I only wish the best for her. That bitch. No, I'm <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She was a very sweet girl, and uh, she um. Even with her, there's because a, a specific time that I was with her, I was listening to number one, College Dropout. Come on. Uh, and uh, Jay Z Blueprint. Come on. And then also. Heaters right there. Yeah, those were the two biggest things that I would listen to while I was going to class in my first year at Riverside, UC Riverside. Yep. When I hear, hear those Shout songs, out to the Bears. It actually reminds me of her. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that's that's the crazy. That's what music does, though. Like, and also, uh, Corinne Bailey Ray. Like, oh, dude, yeah. oh my god. So my those sisters used to listen to that. Yeah, your sisters, and yeah. also you, right? Yeah, I did. That's right. Anything they liked, I liked. That's How do you? Right. What do you guys do about pee breaks here? Huh? What do you guys? What do you do about pee breaks at Genius you, Brand? You fucking hold that shit in I'm until you explode. Pee my pants right. I now. want you to hold can that I, shit. I, can I just go really quick? You can go. Go I'm, ahead. You do whatever you I'm want. I'm one of the fastest peers around. You you pee. You fucking. If, you guys check the time mark right now. When you pee and it doesn't break the porcelain, I'm gonna check because I want to see how fast you did. I peed it. my pants at an H and M bathroom once. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing about music, right? Like it. There's definitely a huge attachment that you have uh, to it. That you kind of like dissociate yourself from the artist so much. I, I I don't know what it is. You know what? I'll put it to you like this, guys. It feels weird talking to myself, and I'm just gonna just keep rambling. And I'm not gonna pretend like this is this is comfortable at all. I absolutely refuse. I could hear him piss, and it sounds like a water stream is hitting a brick wall. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Look at you go, Nick. Look at that. And it sounds nice and full. So I'm thinking that the girth of his penis is nice. His penis might look like a laser battery. Thick, but very short. Yes. Oh, he comes out. Dude, you are a fast peer, dude. That shit sounded vicious and angry. I've never heard of such a violent piss in my life. Look at you just took out the fuck. Yeah, dude. I'm a violent fucking peer for sure. It sounded like you were angry at your penis. (laughs) (laughs) And I am. If you've seen it, you would be angry too. If yeah. you've seen my penis, you'd be very upset. I'd be very upset. Yeah. Like, look at that. What kind of shape is that? Is that shaped like a fucking squared Lego? What it's, is that? It's <laughs> and it has fucking three bumps on top of it. Like, what is that? It's a ninety degree angle. <laughs> it's, a 90, it's a ninety degree angle. He actually has to face the. <laughs> he has to face sideways to the fucking toilet bowl, so yeah. it goes in. Yeah, yeah. I'm like. <laughs> That's why my lady is a very special individual. I'll tell you this, and she She's does lucky. charity work, aka. Saying yes to me when I asked her to marry me. A hundred percent. Well, guys, we're gonna probably wrap up the podcast. Nah, right come there. on, we just got we just started. Yeah, did we? How 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 long how long is that? Uh I think that's been about an hour and ten minutes. All See, right, this guys. is why we had to redo it because the first one was so slow, you were boring me to fucking death. Was I really? You were so bad. Dude, you're a piece of shit. As the big K. We we filmed a little bit earlier mm-hmm. and then we stopped and he was like, Yeah, you're doing great. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. Well, I do that. Well, I, I do that like if when I have children, I need to build up their confidence. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I need to lie to their fucking face. Dude, it was, you know what? We talked about R. Kelly, which was cool. It's funny because this guy is a personal trainer. He's soon to be NASM certified, a kinesiology major. No, not NASM. But then I've CS, never. CS player. CS, my bad. Yeah. My player, bad. Counter Strike certified. And then. <laughs> We we talk about <laughs> yeah, dude. If I could, I would get yeah. Counter Strike certified. We're, we're trying to talk about stuff that's you know something that he's really good at. And then I mentioned about a man who touches children and he lights up like a fucking Christmas tree. Well, you know what? You talk about what's relevant. You know, like you want to talk about this is what's hot on the street. This is this, this on the fucking streets, bro. And, and I want to know what you think about it. This is what I think about it. These are my final thoughts. My final thoughts about that. Number one, R. Kelly, you can go to hell. Number two, Michael Jackson is innocent. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. My final thoughts. I second what you said about R. Kelly. Um, the Michael Jackson stuff. Um, R. Kelly made me t- made me think that way too. By the way, I didn't think about yeah. that before prior, until I saw the documentary. The Michael Jackson stuff, undecided. No. Until further. If you ever do a fucking moonwalk, I'm cutting your Achilles heels. Uh, why? I because because you shamed him. 
Because uh, you're shaming Michael Jackson. You know what, though? It's... <sighs> hey, pretty baby with the high heels on. Come on. You give me fever like something, 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 something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan, bro. Yeah, that was actually the actual yeah. lyric. You are not alone. I am still here with you. Though we're far apart, you're always in my heart. Man in the Mirror like changed my life. Why? Just because the message is so true. Sing it a little bit right now. If you want to change the world, you have to change the person that's looking at you in the mirror. Right. So, I'm shout out to looking the... Looking in the man in the, the mirror. mirror. Something, something, yeah, something, dude. something. I just don't want to sing because that you're, you will get people to unsubscribe to you immediately. Oh, it's already happening uh, as we speak yes. because they're highly disappointed. They're Yo, like, shout out to the, all the unsubscribers out there, you know... Appreciate you guys for tuning in a little bit and then unsubscribing after you heard me talk. You gave me a chance. You didn't like what you he- heard and you Rightfully left. so. Rightfully fucking so. Did Tiff actually get you that sweater? She did get me the sweater. And I love it. Thanks. You're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I feel like this is more my vibe. It's like more like grandpa-y and like kind of. It's like, I like it, dude. I actually like, like your older. style a lot, dude. Do you really? You're this man, so this man is still the only dude I know that still wears Nike Roshis, dude. I still love that. Guy. It's for comfort, yo. Yeah, like, I love it, dude. Do they do they jack up your 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 feet? Oh. Yeah, they kind of do. They, <laughs> I, I think I have plantar fasciitis. I guarantee you, I because rolled my of ankle so much in that shit. I used and to love Roshis though. You know how many times I've slipped in the rain on them? Oh, too many to count, and in front of people that I know. People that I love, even and you have kind I of big feet. What them. size are your feet? I wear like a ten. Damn, you wear a ten. I wear. I have. I have big, flat, stupid feet, and I have the skinniest calves of all time. I have tiny ankles. Size ten. I have small wrists. I'm very surprised. Weird you wear ears. A size ten. I have dandruff. What's up, dude? What is wrong with you, man? I'm just. I'm. This is who I am, guys. I'm just putting it out there. Okay. This is me. This, what you see is what you get. After we end this podcast, I want you to go to a cemetery and then bury yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can you just do it for me and just be a real pal? No, because then that would just only enable your laziness, you lazy fuck. You know what, though? That's the thing about you, David, so is that you just go right to cuss words, and that's not how... I, I, in fact, I think that's lazy. Oh, really? So... Because if I don't curse, I could hurt your feelings even more. Can we go to the taco truck again? <laughs> I like that I only more. curse because it's it's simple, and then I don't have to go into long descriptions. Yeah. Can Let's just... Okay. Watch this. See, you you, you didn't have face. To, see? Easy. You didn't really have quick. to... You didn't have to, like, yell at me. I will co-host. All right? That's it. I'll co-host I've lost you. all my subscribers. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we'll see you next time. Fuck this guy. Thanks for having me, you guys.